Welcome to the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Back in our West Loop studios. Ooh. Still tired. You're not tired. Andy. I miss Indianapolis. I want to go it's back. Your favorite city. That was jealous. The jealous was- we left on Friday. It's one of the greatest. Made a mistake. Yeah, Multiple uh, mistakes. In apparently, that uh, after we, in hindsight, the dumbest decision of all time. Definitely because of car. Wait, in hindsight, <laughs> foresight, every sight. It was pretty obvious I, you shouldn't have left. I don't know what you guys were thinking. I love people who blame other people for the decisions that they <laughs> make. Oh, Hoke, oh. Hoke was there. You, you could have stayed. You didn't have to I follow me and Nick. No, I, you I, could not have stayed. I saw his face after he got off the phone. Yeah, that, there was no stain going on. <laughs> Okay. There was, there was, okay. I had no choice. Okay. Um, you two had choices and made poor choices Very and poor almost choices. ended up in a ditch somewhere in nowhere, Indiana. Do we, do we go into this right now? Do we go into the I, driver I was, or thought, we waiting for that we later? We can save it for later. We'll, we'll tease it. Later. it. Yeah. The, Just, point, the point being, though, apparently Lawrence and Braggs ran the town on Friday. Rise after and shine. So Raz and Shen, Ryan Pulls, good to see you. Okay. We'll let Braggs tell his own story, but... Uh, you guys, uh, or we'll follow the combine code and not talk about it publicly. Oh, yeah, that's combine yeah. code. <laughs> you can't talk about anything you see at the combine. What kind of combine code is that? Why can't you talk about it? Because you can't talk about. It. There's a reason why Adam Hogue is uh, a veteran. Twelve years deep on a combine. Now? I don't know. You guys can do whatever you want. I was at my house. Yeah, but you were at the combine all week. You I know. Had, you had lots of conversations. You're going to share yep. some of your conversations. I already have. If you pay attention. Well, so then, so what? How do we? How do we decipher this conversation? <laughs> can't we can talk about this one? I'm we can't talk about we can't, that can't talk about. I saw this person. But I didn't see that person. <laughs> I'm. Everybody was there. None that, of us saw it. Oh my God! If only oh, Friday. Guys, we if didn't only, see. If yeah. only I could tell you what hand, whose hand this hand shook uh, on uh, Friday night. Uh, Jerry Jones. Well, yeah, obviously, Jerry Jones, no big deal. But also, like, uh, you know, a lot of other people. So Okay. Yeah. And we're not... The, no, the, I just want to hear more about how you guys... Almost, combine code. You not only drove into a, a snowstorm, but didn't have your coat. In my car. I, I left my coat in Lawrence's car after we left on Friday. It was warm in the car. Because I had my big CHGO hoodie, and so I was comfortable, and I didn't need my coat. And I and I was just felt so warm being around Nick in his uh, beautiful uh, vehicle that... Who needed, who needed yeah. a coat? And then midway, that, but then when we got out of the car in the biggest, one of the the biggest snowstorm I've ever been in, it was terrifying. While driving, it was it was. Don't give me that look, Benedetto. It, that thing, you okay. weren't there. It was coming down. No, I was actually in a hotel room drinking Bud Lights. Right, right. So <sighs> complimentary, <sighs> complimentary Bud Lights. Just Thank you. Uh, message from at the car room to everybody out there. If you are on a major highway in the middle of a snowstorm and your GPS tells you to get off because it sees a, a two-lane highway that's traveling faster at that particular time, my advice is to not get off because uh, that two-lane highway might not have even an, a, a remote snowplow within miles of it and now you're like driving on a sheet of ice and there are other cars coming at you and you do the math and you come up with it we are legitimately like one out of ten here we don't make it through this thing and it's over daylight a 10 percent chance that we're done i just said that to, i said that to you point blank well mark two you were counting down the mile there was only 10 miles that we had to go eight eight oh, eight well, i'll never like forget 10 it. but yeah. it was <laughs> you were driving you were like 7.8 
7.6. Because we were going five miles an hour. When we hit 20, I was like, it was like the greatest thing ever. When we got back on the highway, survived, and we were going 40, it was like amazing. It was, it was, we were traveling fast, but that was, uh, that was the scariest I've ever been part of. Uh, uh, Nick's like, the, who was the, uh, Nick in a snowstorm? I mean, when we're on 65, the snow's coming down. He's, you, dude, you are aggressive. I mean, the car's are like right in front of you. You're going. And I'm like, this guy's, this guy's going to kill me, but, but he's doing a good job. And I don't want to add on to the anxiety Calm, here. Cool, so, so I just let it go. But then when, so you have that guy being super aggressive. Then we get on the two lane highway and Mr. Aggressive is like, this ain't good, Mark. This ain't good. I'm like. Okay, if, if if Mr. Confident five seconds ago thinks we're going to die now, <laughs> that's done. a bad development. Raz and Shang, single lane highway in a snowstorm. Uh, but we made it. We made uh, it right here. But the, and we stopped at, that, at, at the gas station, and this was like the most amazing gas station ever. They had homemade ice cream in there. They had all these great sandwiches. I'm like, Nick, would you like some ice cream before we die? <laughs> was this before? I, I got I, my ice cream. I talked to you on the phone. Was this before? So this is before you almost died. Yes, this yeah. was before. Yep, yep. I w- once we got on that single high lane highway, that's when we were in, in harm's way. And we got halfway through that eight miles, and miraculously, there was a snowplow in the middle who, would, who had stopped and was like cleaning off its car, and it paused for a minute, so we caught up to it, and, and he took us home. Took you to the promise line. Yeah. All right. That, if that dude wasn't there, I mean, most likely... Then uh, I would have been driving by you and seeing you. At yeah. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure I ended up on the same and, road. And meanwhile, I'm talking about a near-death experience, and Mubs doesn't even care. That's fine, Mubs. Don't care. You don't don't even worry about the fact that your guys right here would risk life and limb to get back here by this show on, on at noon on well, Monday. I, no, you well, risked your life to get back for no, absolutely nothing at all. That's a great this, point. This is like four days ago. You could have left three Why days ago. Why were you in such a hurry again? I, I the Bulls were playing the the, the Ke- Kevin Durant. I wanted to go. <laughs> the Bulls were playing. <laughs> no, Kevin it was it, it. felt like it was time. I didn't realize that they were gonna that Lawrence was gonna get Shea Quee, uh and and have his suite and wait, what just happened? You you went you had your the Lawrence suite, the Lawrence and Bragg suite and dinner and fun times were happening. I just thought everyone was yeah, leaving, we, so I was like, well, let's if we're gonna leave, we gotta leave. We should at, leave when it's when it's sunny. Point, at what point did I say I wanted to leave? Never. I mean, I wanted to leave from Monday to Thursday, but when Friday came around and, and there was a hit. giant storm and literally the entire like right. radar was blue we'll or say green the, or red. I assume you took the photo of Braggs. I, I, good photo, right? I it mean, was a good photo. He looked like a mafia boss. Yeah, he was yeah. the Don. He is a mafia boss. He, he talked his way into Elmo's. It was amazing. We just went up to the hostess stand and I'm back on my phone letting him do his thing. And next thing you know, we're getting the table. I don't know what he said. It's booked? a good job. I don't That's know. A good job. I mean, Maybe he just asked for a table. And they were like, okay, <laughs> table for two. I guess. I mean, Let's not give him too much credit. More on that part in uh, part two of After Dark tonight, 630 show. Yeah. Uh, Braggs will be like on. A, that sounds like a must watch tonight. Uh, it'll be a good one. All right. Um, lots of news to get to around the NFL. It's been a very, very busy Monday morning post-combine. Um, and... Um, I guess we start with the big news because it's one of the, an, another quarterback domino one we've been waiting for. But Derek Carr to the Saints on a four-year contract. Actually, um, the rap sheet just put out some numbers here. I saw him on Friday night. I bet you did. <laughs> $150 million Oof. with $100 million in total guarantees. Good for him. Um this brings up a good point and a good disclaimer I'd like to just bring up because next week's free agency. Just keep in mind the numbers that come out 
right after a deal is signed are I don't want to say they're not the real numbers. They're just there's always more to them, if that makes sense. So like a hundred million in guarantees, but then you read the next sentence, he gets seventy million effectively and fully guaranteed money. What does that mean? Exactly. Because we've gotten to the point where when I hear the word this money's guaranteed, I'm like, okay. Guaranteed means I'm getting it. Mm -hmm. But then you read more and it's like, well, but only a portion of the guaranteed money is fully guaranteed. Which usually means it's guaranteed against injury, things like that. I I mean, what's interesting to me about it outside of the money he's getting is that, uh, okay, well, Jets, you're not getting Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. So, Aaron, what's up, dude? I know you've had your extravaganza and you were talking about it and one of the things we picked up at the combine and along with everywhere else is that uh the packers are exhausted by 12 at this point Mm -hmm. so well can not to bring us back to our drive home in a snowstorm but i i spent my drive home going into the darkness i mean i was in the darkness of life And the pouring rain that then turned into pouring snow, which I didn't even know could happen. But snow can pour is what I learned on the way home. And it can go sideways, too. And it can go a lot of different directions. And then while you're experiencing the darkness of that drive, you listen to the darkness. I listened to that entire podcast that he did. Oh. Aubrey. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Whatever that guy is. Biggest takeaway? Darkness. <laughs> what is that weird said, pause? Yeah, what's going I on? I almost here? said something I should not have said. Um, <laughs> weird. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to this now, but I don't. Just, I don't know. I think he joined a cult or something. Like I'm not sure what's going on, but the whole thing was bizarre and just. I don't. He spent the whole. He spent his first two days in the darkness thinking about his family. Okay. And apparently Rogers is like three godchildren. Maybe I could get make his one is Randall Cop's kid. Okay. And he spent a lot of time and then he finally got to day three and he spent that whole day thinking about what re- retirement would be like. And then he accepted it. And then he went to day four and he thought about what it would be like. If he came back and then he accepted that. And so now he's totally cool with whatever happens. I Meanwhile, would, the entire league is like, just make it your damn mind, dude. We're all waiting on you. He can, he's allowed to take his time. Yeah. I don't know what's a more realistic scenario for Rodgers that he retires or he goes to play for another team. I think like you're saying, he's accepted both of these options now. And if you're an NFL team, how long are you going to wait? Right. For agencies coming. The draft will be here. You need you need to have answers at the quarterback position. I don't know. Rodgers is a strange dude. Would you want him on your team if you thought that he was the missing piece that could put you over the top? Is this dude even committed to football at this? I mean, I don't even. So that sounds like a no? If you're the Jets, you're desperate, so probably. It's just a very complicated thing. You got the contract to deal with. You're, you got to put up with him. He's going to want his own guys, too. Like, I mean, that's kind of how Rodgers has always operated. Right. Is he bringing Randall Cobb with him? He's got his grant, you know, his you know, godson or whatever. I mean, he's really uh, – I mean, I'm, I am a pro 
sit with yourself, do some meditation, figure out where you want to plant your flag going forward. That's a cool exercise to do. He's just so incredibly focused on himself that it's it's become <laughs> it's become fairly exhausting at this point. And I honestly think like but might this the squeeze might not be worth, worth the juice even if you are the Jets and or the Broncos and at this point with Green Bay it's like not to get into the weeds of the podcast but that was one of the parts that like drove me nuts cuz then he get, he gets into like how we're all obsessed with everything he's doing I'm not obsessed and and he's like if you don't like it just ignore it it's like we try dude you make it difficult <laughs> you don't get this you keep doing this stuff man like <laughs> it's just, it it's it was I don't know if hypocritical is the right word, but it kind of came off as at least a catch-22. Like, who's yeah. – who's, yeah, I don't Conceded. know. Even – I have a lot of Packer f- friends, as you guys know, and they're exhausted with this. I bet. They're just like – I think they've all accepted it too. Like It is hard to be that talented and that good at your job and to burn this much goodwill. It's just – it's hard to do, and he's done it. So, congratulations. All right. You know that tune? Traveling Wilburys. Yes, Florence. Me and Lawrence, like we, have weird, we have weird wavelengths. Where I can't believe we just hit on that. That is... Well, I mean, considering your big. lack of knowledge of any music I threw at you over the week. Wow. <laughs> that's like, just the backhand comment. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, we heard yeah, a Counting Crows I don't listen to the song. Gin Blossoms. It I don't listen the to your weird... Crows, st- and Crow. Adam, Adam Duritz's voice is like one of the easiest voices to recognize. And you were like, uh... I don't. I, I don't. I, I, like, exactly. I like music with depth. Anyway, <laughs> give me the, give me the don't stone. take shots at Counting Crows. Yeah, I great, like that. Great yeah. albums. I'm not, I'm not even taking shots, even though it sounded like I'm taking a shot. But that's just like a song that I would hear on the radio that I'm not going to go out and buy the album, and then I'm not going to learn who's singing it. Move along. Fair. All right, we have, we have a lot of super chats. We'll get yeah. to those later, but I just want to throw this one out as we transition into the show here. Austin Cole, $5. Thank you, Austin. Weekly dad joke. This one is for Carm. Question. Why shouldn't you date a tennis player? Answer. Love means nothing to him or them. Get it? Love means nothing to them. I, I do. That's an excellent um, incorporation of tennis and me and love and, and deepness. Thank you so much, Austin. Depth. And I'd it's like depth. to go to lunch. So d- DM me on Twitter when it's working. <laughs> All right, what do we got? I got weird. Okay. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Pollard. Find the DMs. Tony Pollard will reportedly get the <laughs> franchise tag, taking one running back option off the table. That's Nick's guy. It's my guy. He's gone. Um, I guess you could argue that that could slightly raise the price of a David Montgomery. Because we, we talked about those running back tiers that ESPN had, and it went Saquon, Josh Jacobs, was David Montgomery, Tony Pollard, right? I don't know if Tony was in the first one or the second one, but I think he was in the second one with David Montgomery. Um, regardless, no one off the board. Uh, meanwhile, the running backs had a great week at the combine, though. So I, the more and more I think about that, I'm like, if you're the Bears, if you were going to hold firm on your number for Roquan Smith, I think you're holding firm on your number for David Montgomery. Which, by the way, we're going to have a couple nuggets here along the way from a bunch of uh, people that had, and I have my own conclusions and thoughts from the week too. Stored here in my lovely phone that I didn't even put in a notion for you guys to cheat off of. Good. Ooh, I like that? it. I got my own. Let's keep us on our toes. Um, but one of the things I uh, from Brad Biggs in the Tribune, he did say that he speculated the number for David Montgomery is 4 to $5 million per year. 
If Brad's right, the Bears will pay that. I would think. Don't you? I think I would for that price, and I wouldn't be afraid to draft a running back, too. I'll say this. For the, all the people that think that you can just draft a later-round running back and have him be the guy that compliments Khalil Herbert, I think you got to push that back a little bit because if you're asking a rookie running back to come in and be a part of a group, we've seen Khalil Herbert still struggle with pass blocking. He could barely catch out of the backfield. David Montgomery's good at both of those things. And if you're asking a rookie running back to help make this offense better, it might not be this year, maybe in 2024. So that's why I think, like, if you can keep David Montgomery, it's an affordable price that works for the team and works for him, I'm all for bringing him back to help this offense be just just solid at the running back position. There's nothing wrong with it. You can upgrade, like, with a Saquon Barkley, but the whole idea of, like, you're going to plug in a rookie, he's going to be fine, the rushing attack's going to be great push back on that I'm just gonna say and this is kind of hitting me in the moment here as I process the running back market and Tony Pollard and whatever else and Bijan Robinson getting a lot of attention and I don't think the Bears are gonna do that and I don't think they're gonna do Saquon Barkley either but I officially my new and I and I'm totally fine with them bringing back David Montgomery I would say that's a reasonable thing to do however my official stance on this is that I'm not losing any sleep over what they do at the running back position I think they're going to be fine there um I well I think to a point I think if they if they do let Montgomery walk and they leave it up to a draft pick I do I get what Nick's saying I agree I I agree I, 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 I think that's where you can potentially get yourself in trouble um Sure. I, I yes, there is a high higher level of risk there. But it's also a higher level of risk if they let's say they want to make a move on Saquon and spend a you know, whatever, twenty percent of their cap availability that they're gonna use this 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 offseason on Saquon. That's a bigger risk. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I agree, but my, um, part of the reason why I've been okay re-signing Montgomery, and I think especially if that number is only $45 million per year, would would be let's not create more holes here, right? Exactly. You know, so you you have a lot of holes. Like you said, Carvin, you're not that worried about running back, but let's not let's not make it a problem when you got to fix other parts of your roster. Now, my thing on Saquon and I agree with you. I think chances are they probably don't go down that road. But this this then comes uh I don't know if I put this in my in here, but from Peter King's Peter King also had a very lengthy um Monday morning or whatever he calls it now, the football morning in America column. And he at one point in there just slides in casually. Free agency has zero buzz to it. I think it's gonna be a dud. That's scary when you're the team that has the most cap space in the NFL, which is something I was talking about a lot last week in Indy. You have all this cap space. Who are you going to spend it on? Yeah, where's the money going? And if it's all crap, it's the one scenario where I'm like, well, maybe it does make sense to to put it on elite running back, even though it's not the best, you know, position in terms of importance. And I do think it would kind of contradict some of the things that Ryan Poles has already done before, right? Like if you're not going to pay Roquan Smith big money because it's not the right position, now you're going to turn around and do it with Saquon Barkley. Like I get it, but I also don't want all the money spent on bad, mediocre players. No, it makes complete sense. And 
Ryan Poles had to have known, though. I mean, obviously, look into these things. Like, what's a free agency class going to look like? But when you see, like, Deron Payne and, and like, these Tony Pollard, for example, like, these guys getting... Uh, staying with their original teams, it does limit your options of what the Bears can do. Like, Javon Hargrave is still should be the Bears' number one target free agency if you're looking to, to upgrade the three-tech position. And if that guy goes, it's like it gets it gets a little thin. Yeah, and Derrick Henry's making its way in the chat, too. The Titans reportedly might be willing to move on from Derrick Henry. That's... <sighs> He feels, you know, when you're moving on from that level of player, I that there's got to be some big red flags going up that he just has taken on such a beating. I mean, the ball has been in his hands a ton. Um, I love watching Derrick Henry play. Mm-hmm. But rewinding back to Montgomery, look, again, like David Montgomery, did not have a run this year over to, over 29 yards. His longest run was 28 yards. And yes, he's had seasons where he's busted one for 80 and 55 and whatnot, but like, and I love his character, but I, I don't think we need to be freaking out if we lose, if we, if, if Dave Montgomery ends up playing elsewhere, like the Roquan thing, like you're giving up, uh, one of the premier linebackers in the game, who's going to get paid by someone because they, you're what, like he did by Baltimore. If Dave Montgomery leaves, it's not going to be because he got some primetime contract. He just, it's the, he just got more money than the Bears were willing to give. Yeah, no, we're not giving you $8 million, something like that. I, I think if the price tag remains 4 or 5 he'll be here, assuming that they don't prioritize, uh, have some idea of being super creative with their offense, keeping the ball on the ground with Justin and, 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 and new premier running back and trying to attack it that way. But it, it also plays into you know, where Poles is at. He didn't, when we talked to him and when he's talked elsewhere, uh, he does not seem in any huge rush to win the Super Bowl next year. He, you, we keep on hearing about draft picks down the line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this, this, this guy just got here. He has job security. He ain't going anywhere. He's going to build it the right way. And no one thinks he's trading Justin Fields. He's not trading Justin Fields, but... Is he in the back of his mind thinking, well, let me get, let me have a bunch of draft picks uh, stacked up here, so if I do have to move up to get a quarterback after this season, I'll have the ammo to do it? That's got to be somewhere in there, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got more notes to get to. Okay. Um, Vikings are releasing linebacker Eric Kendricks. Eh. Okay. How old is he at this point? There's a lot of like there's a lot of 30 year old linebackers there out there. Yeah. He's one. I'm just I'm just passing along information. I don't think he's a fit for the Bears because he plays the middle, and I think the Bears have their guy in the middle. Sand God, my God, you're my sand God. The Titans are expected to release edge rusher Bud Dupree, who's due 17 million dollars this year. Getting a little more interesting now. Got to look uh, into him a little bit more. You mentioned the Derrick Henry thing. Leonard Floyd could also be released if a trade partner doesn't emerge. Nope. <laughs> Allen Robinson's also <laughs> another guy, too. Yeah. 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 The Rams are just trying to get rid of everyone. They're they, so... Lo- the Rams remind me of... Not that the Cubs were, like, this up against it mm-hmm. as they were, but, like, it reminds me of... What if that rain delay didn't happen? Do they ever get the World Series? Because the Rams were, like, not far off from losing that game to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. One and done. And they would have been so screwed if they had. <sighs> One and done. They don't have any draft capital going forward. They're getting rid of people. And 
Don't. Yeah, it's not a good position to be in. Let's not send me down the road of if the Cubs had won in 2016. <laughs> it happened, Mark. It was Man. that was that was certainly felt like they weren't going to win when Jason Kipnis launched one down the right field line, and I was uh, just bracing myself. Oh, for the yeah, worst. yeah. Remember just that? Fall. Yeah, he that thing from my vantage point in the stadium that night looked like it was it was going to leave the building. Anyway, Jason uh, Kipnis is a traitor. Jason Kipnis retired. Glenbrook North, congratulations. Right. Yeah. He almost robbed the Cubs of their only World Series. How do you think you'd feel about that now? And then he became a Cub. He did that. <laughs> Obviously, I'm being very sarcastic. Um, all right. Let's uh, get to a quick break and then plenty of notes from the Combine, according, including some uh, important stuff on the uh, possible return the Bears could get in a trade for the number one overall pick that came out this morning. Um, but first, of course, our friends at DraftKings, they have the NBA no sweat same game parlays. You got your MLB bets. If you want to get weird on a Sunday, you can put a couple dollars on it. A car in Daytona, or didn't F1 start Let's yesterday? Get weird. Wasn't, it. wasn't that a thing? Bahrain, yeah. How'd that go? I don't know. Me neither. Um, <laughs> you got all kinds of options. You got your Premier League, right? All kinds of things on the weekend. Just because football's over doesn't mean, you know, you could have been watching big, hot Big Ten action last night. That's right. And you should be betting on the Wildcats because. They were five-point underdog yesterday at Rutgers. Settle down there, gambling people. Put some respect on the cat's name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We watch a lot of Big Ten basketball. I think, combine. The, I think the cats are getting plenty of respect right now. They were five-point underdog to Rutgers. Rutgers is solid. I yeah, especially a, at the rack, bro. At the rack. You don't mess with the rack. Rutgers lost to Minnesota. I know Rutgers lost to Northwestern. What does that say about them? Wow. Wow. Now there's your two, two seed. Continue on. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, download the app now to sign up using code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you're watching the podcast on YouTube, you can see in our set here these lovely Goose Island cans, and that's because CHGO <laughs> is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer Sense. 1988, so many great options like the Blackhawks Pale Ale, Bull City 312, Beer Hug IPA Series, and my new favorite, No Plans. Goose Island's two local locations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Folden or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations Goose Island Beer Company. All right. Um, I know we have a couple super chats that have to do with this. Wasn't there one on um, the... Uh, well, let's bring up Mark's ch- I guess it's not a super chat, but it is a chat. Yeah. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a super chat, but it is a chat. a chat. What's up, Mark? It's a super chat. It's a good transition, though, to what we were going to talk about anyway. Uh, in Polz's interview with Peter King, he mentioned that a surprise team is interested in the number one pick. Any speculation about which team? Um, not exactly how he worded it, a surprise team, but I did have it here in the notes because um, I did find that interesting. First of all, um, 
polls did come out pretty bold and say, quote, no one's going to rush me. I know I can get a 24-1 and a 25-1. You're telling me for the next two years I'll have two ones? That's either four really good players, or if we're cruising, we can still trade back. Um, as far as the surpri- quote-unquote surprise team, what the way it was worded was three teams have already shown interest. So there was some movement on this last week, and there's basically it. I don't know if you want to. I don't really want to put words in his mouth, but it sounds like there's at least preliminary offers potentially on the table, at least discussions. And there, of those three teams, uh, it was noted that one of those three teams caught polls off guard because it was a little bit farther back than he thought. Hmm. Beyond the blue. What that means is if you heard polls uh, and pay attention to this last week, he described the top players on the board, like the elite of the elite players in the draft, as getting blue labels. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, you might give a... Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker blue right there. Um, so that third team would push, theoretically push the Bears beyond the blue into an area where now it's not one of the top. They're very likely not getting one of the top guys available. And so that obviously means you got to pay him, pay more to come up that far. So really nothing that we haven't talked about already other than that this was actual things that polls gave to Peter King and is now out there straight from the general manager. To state the obvious, the home run for the Bears, the biggest home run that Ryan Poles can pick is to dra- is to trade down significantly far and still end up with a top three player in this draft and with draft picks. Let's see how good you are. Let's see you pull that guy at, at whatever, nine at Carolina or further down, and you look at it when we redo the redraft in three years, I'm like, oh, my God, Poles actually got the second best player in this draft, and he got first-round picks, and that's why Ryan Poles is my general manager for life because he's just that cool. So... It's just a, what's his risk tolerance? How much does he, who who does he who does he absolutely have to have or not have to have? Yeah, and in that Peter King article, he said there may be only six or eight of those again those blue chip players when the Bears end up setting their board. So the ideal scenario, you do require or accumulate draft capital in the future and can still land one of those six to eight guys to where you can obviously get an impact player, but also have that draft draft capital in the future to again acquire more of these top end players that are going to obviously help your roster. So I don't think it's like anything too crazy new, but I think the big thing here is like you know he's looking at twenty twenty five too to get that first rounder, and I think maybe going into this week, I think twenty twenty four was like the idea that I, I think Ryan Poles is aiming for, but. He's going high. He wants a 2025 first rounder as well, which is, I mean. I, 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 I like the way he's thinking. And if he drafts, say, a guy like Nolan Smith, who was impressive at the combine. Fess. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and that dude becomes a stud and a half. Where are you playing him? Can I make him an edge rusher? He would be an extremely undersized Two thirty eight event. Two thirty four three. They're saying he's undersized as a three four edge rusher. Stand up guy. My question is and I don't know the answers to this, but 
the reason why I asked you that question is because they just had his profile pulled up here. I was actually just thinking about this. Wow. Could he be your will? There, that's the, he that's ran the one option. That four three nine speed. Oh, you're moving him. God. You know, now you're you're moving him into a position he hasn't really played. Mm-hmm. But he's really good against the run. And he shows you that speed. I, I, now the question though becomes if you're not going to re-sign Ro- Roquan Smith when you know you have all that cap space and you know exactly what Roquan Smith is, are you really going to use a first-round pick on, uh, on the same position? Yeah, like that doesn't really add up to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of disputing my own thought here, but it does. It does. It is something that as I was watching the combine unfold the last few days, we're like that's. I'm just trying. The reason why I threw Nolan out there, just for the record, is is I'm I'm looking down the draft board, and, and most people have it going Anderson, Murphy, Wilson, right now, as far as defensive edge rushers go, and then Nolan is listed fourth in in what I'm looking at right now, and I was impressed. With, I mean, you you you'd be impossible not to be impressed. Listen to that guy talk. So I'm I who you know. Whatever. Will McDonald, Iowa State. I don't think it's Lucas Van Ness. Go, go Hawks. But you uh, like he, you like He him. fits a lot of what, what Ryan Poles is looking for in an edge rusher, what Matty Refluce is talking about. And this is not just me being an Iowa Hawkeye fan, but he, he's he got the length. He's got a lot of the physical attributes that they're looking for at the position. And he's still, he's still a very raw prospect, only a sophomore. So I don't know if you invest a top 10 pick in somebody that hasn't, wasn't even a starter at Iowa. He wasn't a starter, so it but, it yeah. might be a little high end, but he fits what the Bears are looking for in an edge rusher. My overall point is that I I am pro Ryan Poles taking his time, accumulate using the spot they're in right now to put themselves in a great spot for the future. I love that plan. Let me take that number one. Let me set myself up down the line with with multiple options that mm-hmm. I can play around with and let me let me try to hit a, a home run and or double with a with a nine a pick from nine on down I I don't think I would you know that's what that's what I would be I would be I, I would be giving Ryan Pulse a standing ovation if that's what he ends up doing okay you want to stay up still uh no, no not necessarily I just you know, another one of the nuggets in the Peter King piece was that there may only be six or eight of those blue players when the Bears end up setting their board. So okay, that puts you right at the end of top ten, right? So if you're thinking three three quarterbacks in there. Could be four. Maybe four be four. if things get crazy. I mean, you're right on that edge. You don't want to go too far back, right? So Yep. No, I get it. What's up, Duke? What's up, Super Chat? Uh, Yowza. Thanks, Duke. Duke Island, Duke Island is weighing in right from the beach. I could think of, I was thinking about Duke Island when I was driving through that snowstorm. Yeah, well, we all wanted to be on Duke Island. Poles has to be careful from Duke Island, the Duke. Right now, rumoredly, he has multiple suitors for the pick. As time goes on, there's no guarantee those suitors are still there on draft. I don't let yourself get caught up against the deadline to sell it. Price could plummet. Sounds like a man who's able to buy an island like Duke <laughs> Island. That's interesting to think about because one of the other things that came out of that Peter King piece was that 
Polls basically said that there's a premium on getting the deal done now. Mm-hmm. That it would cost teams more. I would think the Bears would have incentive to... Well, it depends what they're targeting specifically, but I think the Bears would have some incentive to do it sooner rather than later as well. We talked about this last week, but his point was basically like, all right, you want to get ahead of this? You want to know exactly where you are in the draft and who you can get going into free agency to other teams, right? Because you have number Mm -hmm. one pick, you're getting your quarterback. Now you don't have to worry about chasing Aaron Rodgers or chasing Jimmy Garoppolo, which is a fair point because – I mean, not that this would have happened, but if the Bears could have known going into free agency two years ago that they were going to get lucky and end up with Justin Fields, they don't spend $10 million on Andy Dalton. No, they definitely do not. As much as they want to, in retrospect, say, oh, Dalton was there to... No. Come on. Will, we're going to... Will. Wow. Nick, we're going to flip the second ad read because I have a point that I want to make about what you're talking about right now that is related to people pay for certainty. You pay for certainty. That's what's up. Thank you very much. That's what's up. That's what's up, Hogue. Raz and shine. I mean, it's, this, it's, it's, it's the same thing, if I may, out of turn here with, 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 with something like Game Time. Did you take. get brain damage last week in Indy? Brain I mean, I I think I did. That was. Like, I'm on another level of genius. Of <laughs> Are you not paying attention to this show? Go. Have you not seen what's happening from the middle seat on this program? Uh, I take I take extreme offense to that comment. I uh, slept so much when I got back. I, I did not sleep enough. Uh, I got three hours of sleep last night. Okay. Ooh. All right. All I'm saying is that this you is you if you want to know that you're you you've got. The, the front row seat if you want to know that you've got your quarterback then you're going to you're going to pay more to do it right now if you want to be a little more risky and wait till game time then you go to game time tickets hottest new ticketing site uh but makes it easier than ever to score the best deals tickets sports concerts and shows and i'm a, I'm a huge fan of waiting till game time but sometimes at game time you might actually pay more than you would have paid earlier in the week on game time tickets that's that's just how it would work but i if, if I'm polls right now, yeah, you're paying up to 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 get your certainty and know exactly what you're going to need in the draft uh, or, you know, in free agency if you're making a deal with us. Uh, you won't find a better deal, by the way, on the Internet than with game time tickets created by the fans for the fans. It guarantees the lowest price. Uh, and if you love CHO, you're going to love game time. Join over 15 million people who downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events like the Big Ten tournament coming into town. Let's do it. Uh, Guess what I could get right now to just walk in the building on Wednesday to watch my 11-seated Bucky Badger. You can. I bet you can get in for seventeen dollars with fees. Try three. Well, I'm talking about with fees. Oh, with fees. Seventeen. They have that number 10 guy. Well, though. how much are the fees, though, if it's only $3? Because there's... Isn't a percentage of it? They're, no. They're, 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 again, Hogue, <laughs> the best price in the secondary market on on is is game time tickets. So don't worry about the fees. You're not getting... I'm a just saying that. You're not getting... I'm just telling you. Apparently, you're new to the secondary market and how to use these things. 200 level, $16. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're... All right. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk... All right. 
Great, great deals on game time. Buy the 300 level and sit in the front row. Nobody's paying attention to where anyone sits on Wednesday. You're fine. Don't insult my 11 seated bed. See, this is the same thing though. This is the same thing with with what polls look for. You want you want to know 100 percent that you can sit on the 100 level behind your Bucky Badger and sit there and yell at uh, (laughs) what's his face, Greg Gard. Well, you got to pay more for that. Not exactly the same thing, but you got it. Yes, Nick. Comet. <laughs> the Comet oh, Energy Efficiency Program. Huge energy at the United Center this week. Yes. Is committed oh, to helping families and businesses in the communities. We serve, save money and energy. Comet offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, <laughs> HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that can start working on immediately. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips. And to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz and ready to sign up for a facility assessment. Call us at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with a Comed Energy Efficiency Program representative. Email business. Comed.com or request an assessment online on our website at comed.com slash facility assessment. Was that Braggs? Yep. Braggs Braggs. doing a great job in the chat today. Great job by Braggs. Whatever, Braggs. I didn't hear you. Great. Such a great week and all your meeting people and. Did a good job, and you're holding the Big Ten. I think he slept with the Big Ten trophy last night. And you can't even bed. talk. To, you can't talk to Braggs anymore. He's not even. He's just what, not. Whatever. The week not. was a failure. I didn't hear any stories about him finding Jim Irsay downtown Indy. We don't know failure. what happened on Friday. Irsay was in his uh, in his castle. Didn't ever come out. I don't think. All I know failure. is failure. Uh, all I know is that like, nobody had more energy all week long than Braggs. And then when we had our meeting this morning, that nobody showed up to except for me and Braggs because the meeting was canceled. Because the meeting was canceled. I uh, right, but That's we didn't. didn't but Braggs and I were there, and and because we just wanted to meet. I've never seen a dude more tired than he was this morning. This dude, <laughs> this dude, literally let let everything out there on the line. Can, we saw it. Good. Was, for Braggs. It was awesome. It's one of those yeah. things where you get home and you just like immediately get sick. Because your body just like gives up on you. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the uh, what should we call it? The little emergency packets, yeah. the vitamin C boost Good things every day. I've talked to people in the NFL though. This, I'm being serious now that like have that happen to them. Like they grind so much during the season and like just the, they tell their bodies that not that you can do that, but like mental like mentality wise, like I can't get sick, I can't get sick, I can't get. And then the season ends and like instantly sick. <laughs> I think that happened to me, honestly, I right felt, before the Senior Bowl. I mean, definitely for, do it. Th- for those who stayed out till four and then got up at seven and did that multiple day <laughs> after multiple day, you are you are good for you. And Nick's <laughs> one of them. I mean, I was doing the one to seven, take six hours off. Today. You were also napping midday. Yes, Inside I Luke did. I fell asleep. <laughs> Naps are good. I'm European. Let a guy let, let a guy get five. Can a guy get a five minute nap without ending up on Twitter? Apparently not. Yeah, <laughs> Benedetto. I thought it was a great tweet, and <laughs> I don't blame you at all for napping during that thing. And I, I'm, I feel bad that I tweeted it out after people were coming at you. I mean, it was it was the dumbest event I've ever been to. <laughs> we had to be quiet, like we're in freaking 
like the library or something. Like, wh- why are you quiet? We're in a I, giant stadium. What are we doing? I learned what I needed to learn in, in my first 15 minutes. And then the you know the wave of tiredness when it hits. There's it no hits. stopping it. There, yeah. And I could have. I, mean, I, I just did it for the I, fact that you put the hood over your face. That's why was, I took the photo. Because it was so comfortable. You get the, you get the beach. It's like you're in a tent. You know, the, the warm <laughs> air is coming tent. in. It's so, <laughs> do just, it right now. I mean, it's just. We like, should challenge oh, him to see if I mean, he can actually so, fall it, asleep on the it show. It takes you to another level of peace. It does. Any doubty. Of course. You yesterday in the Super Bowl, as we were driving there, you looked so <laughs> comfortable, Mark, in the back seat of the car. Oh yeah, that one morning. You yeah, the one morning. The I mean, on the we, were, we were driving to the convention center, whatever it was, and you're I, good. I blame energized. I, I blame my father, Papa Fred. The dude's taught me how to nap since I was. I mean, I would just we we've got it in the Carmen family. I mean, love a good nap. Mm, who doesn't? Yeah, and uh, the comment in there, carbs about as European as Kraft cheese. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> David here is Nick Stashworth, second and twelfth pick for Houston. I think you get, they should throw that in the deal. Yeah. Uh, quickly, Eric first says uh, for two dollars. How about them Hawkeyes? What about them? I don't know. D- didn't them? they lose in yeah, Nebraska yesterday? Yeah. Is it Nebraska? Oh yeah. Yes. A, it friend was. A, a friend of mine said. You know, screw you, your Hawkeyes cost me a 16 parlay. So I was like, oops, sorry, it's not my team. Blame Fran. He sucks. The only who, Hawkeye who, basketball I watched yes. yesterday was Caitlin Clark. Uh, maybe that's yes. what she's talking about. Dropping. Yes. Yep. Caitlin Clark. Dropping. Go. Just 30, ab- 17, and 10. Ooh. She had like 24 in the first half, too. Like she Didn't she end with a triple-double? She Yeah, she did. Yeah. And she could have more. How about she's Giannis amazing. just giving himself a triple-double at the end of the game? Yeah, he night. pulled the Ricky Davis. That, that was, was sweet. That was not great. How about the fact that you know something about the NBA that I didn't know? That's amazing. Good for you. <laughs> the, la- the clock's ticking down, the game's over, and he just throws the ball at the rim and catches it for his last rebound. Wow. That's yeah. lame. That's that, that is lame. I mean, that like, from count. right under it. Like, yeah, yeah, off the, not even out. the rim, off the just the backboard. Yeah. That's cheating. That doesn't count. That's cheating. Uh, the Duke, 499. You guys are old. Who? That's messed up, Duke. And fairly accurate, at yeah. least when it, <laughs> when it pertains to the middle seat. <laughs> I am older than my age, I think. You're definitely older than your age. True. You're one of the oldest 30-year-olds I've ever been wow. around. Can I actually bring up a... Thank you. <laughs> I actually take that as a compliment. You've uh, always been like that. You were like the oldest 19-year-old when I first met you. You're the most mature guy going. Can I bring up a real-life problem that I experienced this morning that I've never had before? I don't know. I'm concerned. So yeah. I had to, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, at CHGO, we don't really wear suits. No suits. Right? No suits. No here. suits at CHGO. So I put on, I put on my suit this morning because I filled in on WGN Morning News, which I used to do a ton. I did it for like six years, and uh, I were, missed were those you, people. Were you Pat Tomasulo today? Or I what? was Pat Tomasulo, just yeah. a lot less funny and sure. um, not as good looking. But... I did put on a suit to try to make myself that, that's the somewhat role. good looking. That's the role. And uh, for the first time in my life, I really struggled to get my button. Oh, no. This morning. I think I put on some pounds. You had a big week. I had a lot of things. Yeah. I think it was a combine. You had a big week. Yeah, it's a combine. Because I mean, like, the last time I wore that suit was at a wedding in November. Like, it hasn't been that long. I mean, every time I turned, you had a Drinks. Corona in your hand. Or is that it's not something food. we can talk about? a lot of stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, we could talk. <laughs> you were just firing down carbs. You crushed Coronas at the... at the. Uh... Well, I have to say, I have gotten into the uh, Corona Lights or Corona Premieres, but literally no bar we went to last week invested in the light or the Premier. Pacificos were, were another thing that you kind of had a little bit of. When well, Kilroy's just dropping $2 
Pacific goes like they're nothing. I didn't gotta take, a, oh. gotta take advantage of that. Shout out Kilroy's. Shout, no, out. shout out Shay from uh, Cap and Hood because I went and closed my tab and all the beers were $2 except for the six yinglings that guy <laughs> good for him ordered which were six dollars a piece well he earned it kind of sort of <laughs> rise and shine shay i think i just broke the combine code all right um, <laughs> wasn't there something from larry mayer you wanted to talk about? yes shout out larry mayer <laughs> which is never a uh, thing i've said before on the show yeah, I didn't know that you didn't like Larry. Um, <laughs> oh, knock it off. Larry's one of my favorite people, which is why I could say something like that. Uh, 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 yes. Well, Larry had great stuff on, on the Bears website. and uh, I just love that Carm walked in this morning. Hey, did you hear about how the Bears had a ping pong in there? Or uh, darts and First putt all, putt in the yes, I heard it because every freaking prospect talked about it last week. Okay, but also we posted that that was like Wednesday, right? So we on, I, uh, I, Good Morning I, Football. I okay, all right. Let's just get to accuracy here. <laughs> I, I'm aware. It's fun though. I'm I'm aware that this was this is an old story, and but we hadn't spoken about it on the show, so I didn't know if Hogue had seen said thing and then you just got all offended that i don't know we can let it go once, yeah i think yeah. but what, what are we, we about to let you talk about it on the show i i thought you posted it in the slack Maybe i I'm wrong, think i did it. yeah oh karm doesn't check slack it's morning, not good morning football <laughs> accuracy we want accuracy all right oh yeah let's oh. talk about accuracy Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, the hood's I don't know where he's going to take it. He's going to take it out. No, no, no. I think you'll admit this. I'm not saying you don't check Slack. Uh-huh. You check Slack. And by the way, I'm not the best at checking Slack either. Was Carm at the Combine Gary Ross is rude, and I will find you. <laughs> <Was Carm. laughs> you spoke about it during this Did show. Did you not see my interview with Blue the mascot? That was huge. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. Top five moments of the week. Uh Okay. Maybe higher. Larry Mayer. All right. We spoke about this last week. We did? Okay. Maybe I, that part I don't quite remember. <laughs> 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 we had a lot going on. We did. It was busy. I just thought it was interesting that, that polls, we didn't speak about it with polls. I'll tell you that much. I remember that interview by uh, word by word. Uh, and the fact that they're trying to create this fun environment, I like the strategy. I think it's a it's it, it's an interesting one, and I am and I do wonder like in their interview with Jalen Carter, did they were they playing were they playing punk were they trying to make it light or did they go straight to serious? I'm assuming they met with him. I they don't know why. You, yeah, so did they met with him before the news. Correct. So, so I'm assuming they had a light time. Did they know about the news? Do we think they knew about the news? I don't think they did. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, do we think that he's completely off their board? That I have no idea. What would be? Your I guess? also think it would be irresponsible to make that decision yet. What? Uh, I just think you got to. I, I I think you could certainly be leaning towards we're going to take him off our board, but I'd still want to know a little bit more about what might be coming out here in the next few. So weeks. George's pro day will be, you know, a big thing. I'd be shocked if he hasn't moved down the board mm-hmm. you'd have to have a very very productive conversation with him can we get uh, justinian funches who i met at the combine in his chat up here lawrence because i want to give him love because okay. we had I, I actually would like to also give him love because on friday night when you guys were driving through a blizzard like idiots uh <laughs> i was at uh, prime 47 that's a, that's and accurate. justin walked up to me and is like lawrence and i was like 
wait a minute, what? Like that's a big moment. That's awesome. That's, like, that's really cool. CHGO, and I was like, yes, that's amazing. That's awesome. So Justin and Funches, nineteen ninety nine. He says, meeting you all made the combine experience incredible. Appreciate all the work you all put in. Amazes me how a thousand people watch and not a thousand likes. Carm, I stayed up till four every night. Drinking Coronas, hashtag brick by brick. Justinian Funches. Thank you, Justin. I, I can't. Hey, listen, I don't, I don't doubt Justinian at all because when I saw him, it was two in the morning, and that's probably something we can't talk about either here. But uh, he was out and about and was living his best Funches. He looked good, by the way. He had a nice little Fun- blazer going, a cool shirt underneath. Justin, yeah. Funches is going to be a player in the game. Don't mark it down. I agree with Funchesy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is his new nickname I just came up with. Uh, Kevin Kaduk is sitting over there in an office just losing his mind over the fact that we have a thousand people watching the show and only a hundred likes. Hit that like Let's button. Go. Come on. Hit. Let's go. This is Come ridiculous. On, it's, I hit like on every YouTube video right I watch here. that I like. The, the 10%. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like Coronas? Oh, that's true. <laughs> not, not a Corona guy? Uh, 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 I didn't even uh, think about uh, that. Uh, but, uh, but <laughs> Goose Island. Goose. All day. Listen, I, 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 can, I can tell you right now, as far as the goose is concerned, I will be at the location right by the United Center this week, pre-gaming, drinking goose, and getting ready for the Northwestern Wildcats to take down every single comer, including who, if Illinois wants to just show up and be sad on, on Friday. Let's go, Illini. Bring it on, Cody. We'll see you at 530. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, goose, I, I assume you'll be there with me too, Kevin? I'll be there. Okay. Okay, so the database, which you should be, which uh, diehards, uh, you know, as they put on the screen, or level up your fandom, uh, allchgo.com. Check it out. Uh, we're, we get all, yes, Hogue. No, 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 I was sitting over the weekend watching Combine, too much Combine, according to my wife, which was a fair point. And, um, you know, any note I had to take, I just put it into the database instead. I liked when we were on the show, like we were live on the show, and, and Corey Wooten, I don't know if it was Tuesday or Wednesday, said something, and you were just punching in right there as in the he said it. I quoted yeah. it. That was good. Because he said that, um, was it Cansey? Cansey from Pitt was the best street technique not named Jalen Carter. And in then Cansey went out and killed, killed it. Killed the combine. Just yeah. killed it. I wonder probably, if his buddy at Atamawa at Abori, though, had a problem with it. Love to see that guy in a... He had a great week, too. Bear uniform. Yeah. Right, Kevin Fishbane? Let's get out of Tamawa. If uh, I'm not right mistaken, he ran... His 40 out of Tamawa was as fast as Tank Dell, a guy who was killing everybody at the Senior Bowl. It's, like, incredible what these guys can do. I see as Kevin Fishbane in the chat. As anybody knows who watch Wildcat football on a consistent basis, you don't have a ton of help getting to the quarterback, and out of Tamawa was able to do it. So that would be an interesting... Mid-round pick for the Bears, and of course, Fishbane is going to be at the United Center on Sunday because he's only coming one game, uh, which is the championship, which is lame. But at least we just know he'll be there because it's either lame or incredibly confident, or he's just a dad and has other priorities that are slightly <laughs> that be, more important than college hoops, most likely, which yeah. is questionable but respectable. I used to go down, obviously pre-children. To Indy when the combat or when the uh, tournament was down in Indy, like every year. I mean, it rotated for a while and then it went on a long run in Indy. Um, it belongs here. Enough with the uh, we love Indy for the combine, Big Ten tournament, Chicago. Let's go. Come on. Okay, I'm going to challenge you right now. Not that this has anything oh to do geez. with the Bears. Here we go. 
um, challenge. Think about everything we just experienced mm-hmm. down there in that central hub of Indy, and then the stadiums right across the street. That's a hundred percent better than where the United Center is located to where you would uh, be staying in downtown Chicago. I'm sorry. You park your car there on a Wednesday. You don't leave until Sunday. Okay. All your logic right now is fine, but <laughs> this we work for CHGO. We live in Chicago. Yes. We we are not. That doesn't mean I can't I don't acknowledge care. that a different city. I'm not sitting here saying Chicago is remotely a better city than Indy. It's better for hosting a convention-like events, which is essentially what the Big Ten tournament you, is. Listen. We could all go over to the Goose Island Tap and hang out, and we could go directly over to the UC, and you could get yourself a sweet place anywhere you want around here. And, and, and you, when you're going out at night, you're going to be hanging out on Michigan Avenue, or you're going to be going over to River North, or you're going to be, go, you're, you're going to be eating food wherever you want to eat it. And you're going to be in Chicago versus like you're going to walk out of Indy, and you're going to look for the Steak and Shake. Come on. Let's go. Chicago. True story. I, I ended a night there at the Steak and Shake after... Wisconsin came back on Michigan State. It was, just, it was a tough night. It was a great night, but... I mean, no disrespect to Steak like, and Shake, which has its place in life, but come on. <laughs> Would you not rather go over for a late-night meal at... Uh, what's my place on White Palace? Let's go. <laughs> come on. Sure. I like sure. how Nick put in the comments that he agrees with me, but didn't say it in the microphone. <laughs> I was hoping someone would see that eventually. I was hoping. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Have I, I lost myself? Or do you want to go to? Would you rather go watch the Colts play in Indy than the Bears at, at Soldier? No. Yes. <laughs> That's how much your stadium. Oh that boy! So that is for the, such for the combine. Indy is perfect for the combine. I have come on, so man. many super chats to get to. Oh yeah, my. we got to fire through so these. Let's go. It's twelve fifty-eight. The only person that respects this city that we. That's not the conversation. That we is had. the conversation. Right. Okay, That's so conversation. I missed this earlier when we actually mentioned it. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to double up here. So first, we got Luke Urbach, ten dollars. How do we feel about Derek Carr's four years, one hundred fifty million? And then I'm going to also throw in the Duke. Another 1999. Thanks, Duke. You're the best. He says, I'm so happy the Saints are taking Carr. They weren't a candidate to go up to number one anyway, and now they kept him from a team who is a trade candidate. That moves the needle in our favor, in my opinion. So just a little more expansion on the Derek Carr thing. Yeah, I just don't know that any of the teams we've been talking about were real, you know, just trade up or really that interested in Carr to begin with. I know the Panthers mm-hmm. kicked the tires on him a little bit. Um, but I think that that franchise is beyond the uh, – the veteran route, just like I think the Colts are. I think that the Panthers are a team that could definitely trade up. In terms of the deal for the Saints, you know, I think it averages out to 37.5 uh, APY average per year. And quite frankly, that's not I, – I, I think just in a vacuum, that's a decent number for Derek Carr, who I think can still play. I like Derek Carr. Um, now, the issue is with him going to the Saints – it doesn't make them a Super Bowl team by any means. Like, good, I, good for Carr getting out of the AFC though. Like he wasn't yeah. going anywhere there. Yeah. But but if you're the Saints now, you're cap strapped. You, they already had to finagle the contract in a very unique way just to get them in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it gets them really. I, I mean, maybe they got a chance at the the South Division now. The Bucks are going to be bad, but I don't know. I. I don't think it gets them to winning the Super Bowl. It, it, to me, it just underlines how important it is or what an advantage it is if you can actually have a young quarterback that's playing well and to be mm-hmm. able to build your team around that. It gives you such a huge edge as far as winning the Super Bowl is concerned. And Unless you have 
one of the true different makers, difference makers that you don't mind. Which is what, which is why then you'll pay that yeah. guy because just like the Chiefs did, they won it, they won the Super Bowl when he was on his rookie deal, and they paid him, and now they're winning it again because he's just that good. But but I agree with you. The the which is why they're which is not going to happen, by the way. But it's why um, you would consider at least partly consider the Fields thirty seven point five APY for Derek Carr can. Two things can be true. That can be a reasonable number of where he slots in amongst quarterbacks in the NFL and also puts you right in the middle of hell where he's not good enough to take you over the hump right. and is taking right. up too much of your space to actually do anything with. Exactly. Yep. That's, that's where you don't want it. That's why this Daniel yeah. Jones thing that we've been talking about, and they're trying. They're under the gun today. I think they're meeting again today to try to get that deal home. And tag him. To me, I would tag him. Yeah, him. that'd be smart. Tag him and give us Saquon. Let's go. Yeah. Pulls. Saquon. Bears. Why not? All right. Brandon Jenish brought up another uh, name we kind of mentioned earlier. He says, Bears need to sign Eric Kendricks, who the Vikings just cut today. Great off-the-ball backer. Would definitely fit well in our system. So Sanborn's out? at, at He's more of a mic. Then you got to put Sanborn at the will. Older. Uh, I'm not in on Eric Kendricks. I think Bobby Okereke. Okereke, yeah. Third <laughs> down. Whoa, is J.J. Stankowitz here? <laughs> also top five moment of the week. That <laughs> you saying carrot cake, though, was perfect because that's why I'm saying it correctly. Yeah. I just think carrot cake. Oh, carrot cake. But I say, oh, carrot cake instead, and it, that's how I know to pronounce it correctly. Good, good. I would have messed up. Yeah. Uh, Martin Ochoa, 499. He says, I wasted the last $5 of my bank account to say that <laughs> Jeffrey Simmons in a Bears uniform would be amazing. Titans legit contenders to trade up? Question mark. Oh, so you're going... Some trade that includes Jeffrey Simmons. I mean, that'd be pretty Number good. Number 11 right now. I, I, I mean, let's well, someone speculated earlier that that could be a secret team. Martin, to, move up. to me, that's the best money you've ever spent. And when it hits, you have this moment in time that you can look back upon and say that you called it phenomenal by Ochoa. I would call your parents. <laughs> I have a question about Super Chats. Uh-oh. Why does it? Why de- don't people do them all the time? Does it default to 99 cents? I think so, yeah. Because oh, yeah. otherwise, like, what are we, like, uh, you know, a 7-Eleven here? Where we're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> why can't it just yeah. be a solid number? Give a penny, take a penny. I'm just curious. I honestly didn't know. It. There goes my phone. Speaking oh, of that, Billy Iso no. 7 for $1.99. <laughs> Would you take a lesser deal from Houston than flip number two again? Yes. I don't have a lesser, but I'd certainly, I mean... Home run wins, trade with the Texans. Because the, the, the one spot gets you that, what you talked about earlier, just people want control over things. So I, if you're going to do that, you better make sure someone's actually interested in the number two pick. Makes sense. Yes, but in, as I like to say in the old uh, sports talk podcast world, in a vacuum, I would. Are you making fun of me? I just said that 30 seconds ago. <laughs> well, I hear it all the time. In a vacuum. In a vacuum. What does that even mean, in a vacuum? It's well, above, if you live inside of a vacuum. It is above my pay Full grade. of <laughs> dust. I'm comfortable in my... Dog hair. Non-vacuum pay grade. <laughs> Doug Van Doren. I've chat in a vacuum. Doug from, with an even $5 super chat for Ooh. us. Uh, do you guys think it's really okay to only get one additional 2023 pick and a first-round swap out of the top ten for the number one with all our needs? No. 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 Doesn't look like Poles want, is aiming for that. He wants more. More draft I want capital. more. 
In the midnight hour. Do people realize that Carm's Brag's impression has actually just become like his normal vernacular now? Seriously. It's just how he talks. I. See, he owns Rise and Shine. I think he actually has it copyrighted. So I'm, I was thinking this morning about how I can add on to it and just make it mine, which was... Um, I don't think he does. Have you ever looked into getting something copyrighted? No. It's not cheap. Rise and Shine, it's time to wine and dine. Like, that's what I was coming up with. Did you try to get something? I did. Oh. And then I decided not to do it because it was way too expensive. Rise and Shine, I'm going to make you mine. I walked around to the South Loop doing that to Randos today. Talking to Poppy. You are a prior. <laughs> Mark is uh, uh, I love Mark Garman. What's up, neighbor? Dollar ninety nine from Cornelius Pryor. Uh, he's feeling a little negative this morning on a Monday. He says, quote, There's no chance we get Will Anderson. Shake my head. I don't know if that's I don't true. think that's we necessarily the number one true. Pick. We, we have the number one. one pick. There's definitely a chance. They could draft whoever they want. I mean, but to Cornelius' deeper point, they, he just doesn't think that the Bears are strategizing getting Anderson at all, making that a priority. I think that's where he's coming from. And Cornelius, I think you are correct about that. Okay. No will. Dylan Prescott, $1.99. Is JSN in any serious considerations? They trade back far enough, sure. I hope so. Good football player. Gets open. Possible they like all these guys. I mean, he he said, "What was the number he gave us? Six, five, six, something like that." Six to eight. Six to eight. Could be in that. No reason why not. Let's go. Zoe, four ninety nine. Thank you, Zoe. Hey, Hogue. Any chance we will draft some Wisconsin Badgers? <laughs> Keanu Benton, Nick Herbig. Cheers from Madison. Bear down. How about uh, Joe Tipman, the center? Dude's awesome. There you go. He's very good. Uh, Benton would be great. I like Keanu Benton a lot as a interior defensive tackle. Sure. Badgers. I mean, Sanborn needs a buddy. Let's go. <laughs> I thought you signed TJ Edwards. Okay. He needs another buddy. <laughs> More Just draft all Badgers. All right. My good friend, Brian Rosenthal, uh, who was in St. Louis to see the Valley tournament and watched this in person. $5. Thanks, Brian. Or Rosie, as we all know him as Hawkeyes. How about Iowa's best basketball team, the Drake Bulldogs? They did crush Bradley yesterday, 77-51. Good night and goodbye, Bradley. Uh, congratulations to Drake. He just did it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Drake's one of those. Uh, te- I feel like Drake's going to be one of those Cinderella uh, teams in, in all your everyone's brackets. So since we were all talking about The Last of Us and like you guys wanted to talk about it, but I haven't seen last night's episode because I had to go to bed. But is there any chance that Greg Braggs actually bit Carm like a couple months ago yes. and he's slowly becoming Braggs? Oh, I'm infected. Are you infected by the Braggs? Uh... <laughs> We spent a lot of time together last week. Not as much <laughs> time as I spent with Nick, who I... You guys were straight up a married couple last week, and by the end of the week, I thought you guys were going to kill each other. But it was still love. It, yes. I mean, no one has ever been more annoying during a basketball game to try to right a wrong that he felt that he was being put on blast for his Purdue love than Greg Braggs during the Northwestern Penn State game. But... He just showed his true colors, and I'll never forget it. What a week. I, st- I, I came up with this new theory over the weekend that Yardhouse did not close at 1030. They were just closing because of Braggs. 
It's so weird. I d- would like to apologize one more time to the people at Yard House for threatening a riot if they turned off the final TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fair f- threat. Bouncing from TV That would have been, honestly, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen a sports bar establishment do. If they had just two We'd, minutes left in overtime with... What we had close to thirty people there probably. We spent a thousand dollars easy in that place, turning off the TV. No, we could have. Also, there was like other groups of there people, other people still there. there. There were still people sitting at the bar, and yeah. they were just mm-hmm. turning Eating. the TVs off on them. I've never seen a group of people because, so motivated to just go home. But that's that's the whole point. If uh, if I may, for a second on on our last bit of soapbox here. Oh, here we go. Local establishments are better than than national establishments that you know because they a local establishment would not have done that unless you were in like in italy and they wanted to you know because that's what would happen at like 8 30 we're closed that's it that's how they operate in italy i thought they stayed out later there i don't know no, that don't more know. like spain oh, uh, but so i'm just saying that that, no, that was a that was a chain and they wanted to go home i get it okay but I, but we come on this was a this that was not it. We needed that last TV on, and they and they kept it on. Thank you very much. Uh, Cornelius Miller uh, Dollar ninety nine. He says thanks, Carm. Exactly the point I was trying to make. And My man, I got you, Cornelius. You can DM me too, and we'll go to lunch. I'm, I'm, I'm I want to have lunch with listeners. Lunch with Carm. Now you just now you're lunch with you're Larry. Just staring Larry's bit here in the middle. Of the <laughs> yeah, show. lunch with Larry. Now it's lunch with Carm. It's lunch with Larry. Larry David, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> no. Larry Mayer, yeah, yeah. Let's lunch with Larry. I haven't read lunch with Larry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you must not be a David Letterman fan. Uh, I didn't watch it. Where like and the, the joke comes back around later in the show, and you just—it's a callback. It's called a callback. Okay. Uh, Ninety-nine from the Duke. What are you guys doing with the super chat money? I think you should bet it all on the same game parlay and either make it ten times or blow it all. I'm, I'm not making that bet. Uh, that Duke, thing's gonna be gone. We need to invest. In all these delicious super chats from you, I don't know why I said delicious. I, yeah, delicious chats. Are. Duke, I, I'm pretty certain that no one on this show knows what happens to the super chat money. I know. I, I know don't. where it's going. It's going to all of it's going to pay for the meal Lawrence and Braggs had on Friday night at Elmo's. Uh, that was much cheaper than the one we had on Tuesday. I think. Yeah, that was good. It wasn't much cheaper. It was cheaper. Fr- I'll say this: well, there though. were fewer people. I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, but I, one less person. Uh, yeah, I think percentage-wise, there was cheaper on uh, on Friday. the 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 steak at, at at Elmo's was just ridiculous. It was so good. Shout out to the horseradish gorgonzola butter. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, you gotta go horseradish. Oof. That's what I gave you some of. Remember? Yeah, I, I you were mean, like, can I have some of that? Yes, you can. I, it was very nice of you for yep. sharing. We shared. And in Agent Mole, for my lunch with, with Carm, we're not going egg salad sandwiches at the at, at, at <laughs> the seven eleven egg salad sandwich. But I did think in the middle of this thing when you said the one ninety nine, I think maybe today is my day that I try the tuna. <sighs> Don't do it, Mark. Weren't uh, you supposed to do a cigar because Purdue won that game? What was that bet again? Wasn't that the bet? Mm. I don't remember that bet to be honest. But if uh, I did, if I did, some c- bet we made last week were that you were gonna have to smoke another cigar. Yeah, I don't remember the details. We have to go back and t- I'll check the tape. Speaking of callbacks, we're I'm sure that one. I'm sure that Raz and Shan remembers. Uh, after dark tonight, six thirty. <laughs> come on in. What did you just? <laughs> just I missed it's it. Just calling him Rise and Shine now. <laughs> 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 um, 
I think that's all we got, dude. I mean, yeah, I think that's is that it. Yeah. That huge, huge show tomorrow. We're, we're efforting some big time guests. So keep that in mind. Never miss a show, but I'm dreaming up a big one tomorrow. Larry Mayer. Maybe we should have Larry Mayer. Is he allowed to come on? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I don't uh, see, thanks, everybody, for watching. I don't watching. see why not. Please, if you haven't yet, have Larry, yeah. just tap that little like button for us on the way out. We come appreciate on. it. Yes, please rate and review the podcast if you're listening that way. We appreciate you. We love you. There's probably a lot of content you might want to go back and check from last week. I know I haven't even found it all. I need to go back and check it. Uh, at CHGO underscore Bears. At CHGO underscore Sports. All CHGO.com. Plenty of uh, great written stuff up there. And um, the database is where all of our notes and all the info we got from the entire week is in there. So sign up to be a CHGO diehard right now. You get all of that. And um, we're back tomorrow at noon. Back at noon tomorrow after dark tonight. And I think John's right in the last of the bet if the pick was traded last week Mm -hmm. during the combine. I definitely was right about that one. There was no way. That was so ridiculous. Oh, good point. With uh, basically He might trade. Yeah, Yeah, okay. And Poles basically shot that down on... That's how we should have posed the question. I think about it. We have a bet going on. Can you shoot down the trade? Bam. Done. Yeah, that would have been a good way of phrasing it. And that was, that did not take a brilliant man like myself to figure it out. <laughs> All right. Hashtag Carm Genius. Talk to you next week. <laughs> next t- tomorrow. My brain's fried. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon.